Alrighty, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Where do you work? In the car? Where do you are? Tuned in, signals clear. Coming through, geocache talk. Well, hey, everyone. Time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and now Spotify so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons. Let me take a deep breath. Here we go. Demon Hunter 2, Aggie Jedi Master, Electric Waterboy, Antaeus, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, Nick at Cashley, One Kind Word, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, the Aussie geocacher, who's somewhere in Montana, by the way. Interesting. Sodak Zach, the deadliest cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, PT1276, the no-code geocachers, Curiosity Girl, Tick Magnet, Marsipanic, Bricker John, Firesafe, F.S. Abero, Geo Rick, which I got to meet, uh, which is really cool. The, he came so far for Gigastar. Cache Attic Bell. Geocaching Janji. The Geocaching Junkie. Sir Drumalot. Janice. Tricasius. Tom Frey. Rugles. The Bruce Zero. EGK. PBR. Casamaya. Master Sergeant. USMC. Little Gears. Albedo. 0.39. It's Only Barney. Purple Turtles 3. ACDC Family. None of it tidy. AFK Geocaching, Josh Boggs, and our new patrons, <gasps> Carrot Killer, Coors Gat, Geocaching with Lampe, our buddy from France, so good to meet him, Brent Tims07, Dave and Karen of Cash Canada, Team Tailwagger, Black Chrome, Super Nate, and The Twonky. <sighs> okay. <laughs> if you'd like to become a patron... And add your name to this wonderful list of people. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and we're doing extra shows now. Um, a la, you know, little patron hangouts that um, we'll, uh, we'll get some updates from, from, uh, from Daryl. Because I think they're great. Uh, uh, during the year, well, special invites to special events. Support levels start as, at as little as $3 a month. Let me start by welcoming my co-host for the night, Daryl W. Four. Hey, it's good to be back. And congratulations on uh, beating the two-year mark and good luck in the uh, third year. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, we're into the hundreds. I mean, we're in three-digit land. <laughs> Feels kind of weird, doesn't it? Yeah, I didn't know. If, I I I knew we were going to make it, but it's kind of kind of cool that we are. It's I don't know. I feel like we've oh we've we kind of know this geocaching podcast thing a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not because I know that things can go they can things can go right turn quickly no matter how many times you've done the show. So what's what's Gearheads up to currently? 
Oh, we are uh, just finished our uh, 354, I believe it was. I am so lost, to be honest, with the numbering. <laughs> it, it's usually back here. Right. I changed the numbering to uh, uh, match the numbering for this show. Oh, so I, I don't have my little cheat sheet. Uh, That's okay. But yeah, we're scheduled into uh, July now, so right. I'm not sure whether we're in the 240s or, or in the 340s or 350s. Well, but we're the, getting close to having <laughs> enough episodes where you can listen to one a day for an entire year. Sweet. Well, uh, and then you've, on top of that, with the randomized shows, you're using Roman numerals. So we're, yeah, we're in. We've done our seventieth randomized show. Oh, okay, that makes much more sense now that you say it that way. <laughs> well, we have to stay with Roman X, numerals. Just use people just, who have uh, issues of it. Many of them are uh, fellow podcasters, right? Well, that's true. Yes, Chris of the Northwest. Um, I think he loves it so much you can't get rid of it. You really can't. No, no. Well, and we figure we have to get people trained on using the Roman numerals because how often is it that you come across one of those puzzle caches where you have to figure out the Roman numerals and Absolutely. you just sit there going, duh, deer in headlights. Right, right. You're looking for a tool. A tool right. To it's trade. like, okay, where, where's my tools? I need my tools. <laughs> Google search it. Google search. Uh, all right. We've got, a, we've got a big show tonight, so we're going to jump right into show 101. Um, for June 3rd. Uh, first, we're going to do a little quick trackable update. We don't have a lot of news tonight, and um, but we do want to talk about the trackable updates. Disney Channel DuckTales is teaming up with geocaching. I guess they have teamed up to release 5,000 Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby trackables. Geocachers can help the kids embark on a globe-trotting adventure and treasure hunt by moving them from geocache to geocache and share their experience with hashtag ducktails cache. I pulled that right off geocaching.com, as you can tell. I, I kind of gather. <laughs> um, so Daryl and I talked about this a little bit um, before we got to Gigastock um, because we got them in the mail. I mean, we got them in the mail like the the day we like the the night we left. They came that day, and we were that we well, were that we were that lucky. And I talked to the crew over at uh, GCHQ, and they actually shipped them to the hotel so that I would have them for G- at Gigastock. <laughs> perfect. So I checked in, picked up the uh, tags, activated a couple of them, and you know, out we went. Yes. And what's funny about it was um, you had activated a couple, and then we were talking about they were both Louis. And then the discussion came about, it's like, ooh, are they going to do, like, all the Louis first? I mean, Louis going to, like, get this huge lead, which he has, by the way. But apparently they didn't do it that way because, as we'll talk about in a minute, all four are gaining mileage. Well, I think what happened is the Louis went out to all of the influencers. Okay. And those are the ones that ended up at uh, Geo Woodstock. Oh. So that's all of the ones that we had. Right. And we started giving them out. So they got a, a head start, hence the early lead. But the Sunday, I think it was, mm-hmm. uh, after Geo Woodstock, one of them had already been checked into a cache in Alaska. Oh, so it wow. had racked up some serious miles. But as of Friday, I believe it was, 
the only mileage that we had on the uh, Louie trackables was the stuff from my wife and I. Oh, because okay. we actually checked it into, I believe it was the, uh, uh, we know beer festival mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. into the Roman festival. Right. And we had been visiting, mm-hmm. but here's the interesting thing. Only drops count in this race, not the visits. Right. So it's measuring only the mileage from when it is dropped, dropped. not from the visits. So gotcha. unlike your gotcha. traditional trackables where it counts your total mileage, mm-hmm. this one only counts the drops because they only want to keep track of where it is moving, right. not who is dropping it or who's visiting it into the cache, who's taking it around. Right. And the whole point is they want you to take this, release it into a cache, or an event mm, right. and have it move through another cashers. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. So, um, Huey is at 390 miles. And by the way, you don't know what you get until you activate it. Absolutely. So, it's the same tag for everyone. <laughs> it's the same tag, it's, which I'll, sh- it, it's I'll show you. It's just the electronic notation. There's the tag, by the way, in case you want to see the, if I can get it just right. So there they are. Huey, Dewey, Louie and Webby which I didn't know there was a Webby. I'm just old, I guess. Um, Huey's at 390 miles. Dewey, 752 miles. Louie, 20,641 miles. And Webby is at 65 miles. So, yeah. (laughs) I think I know who's going to win this race. Oh, well. It's fun though. These are cool trackables. They're, I mean, it's it's different because it's a keychain, and they're they're kind of rubberized, so they they should last. You know, they should last a while as a. I would think so, and they're, they're flexible, so you can mm-hmm. like squeeze them into uh, <laughs> shove them in the computer. yeah into some of the caches that might not otherwise right. yeah because they are good size tags. Yeah, they are. They're, they're bigger than the uh, Exelon tags, and uh, the, uh, what's the other one that I'm thinking of that came the. Um, the halo top. Yeah. The halo tops were a little, not, not quite maybe as big, but in case you want to scale, um, here's a path tag, a standard path tag. So FTF magazine one. So you can kind of see that it's, you know, put them on top of it. So it's pretty several good, times larger. Yeah. It's pretty good size, but it's a, it's a decent, you know, so, um, all right. So we're going to give away two. We're going to give away one tonight and we're going to give one away, um, for our audio listeners, and um, we'll give away that later tonight. The deadline to enter for that will be Saturday night at uh, the 9th at midnight. So, anyway, all right. Um, so let's get into let's get into some of the notes. So first, I want to make a quick mention. Um, this is sort of two year anniversary. Um, Daryl and I we, we had to kind of work this out because. And it worked out perfect. We're going to talk about Gigastock pretty much the whole night. And Jesse's not here. He's traveling. And so he didn't go to Gigastock. So it worked out Well, I think that was intentional that he's not here tonight because he's boycotting anything to do with Gigastock. (laughs) Right. At least this year's Gigastock. We'll talk about maybe one for next year. We'll have to wait and see. But Daryl has been on this show. He was on show one. I know. It just seems like the other day we're doing show one. Uh, Show 26, which was the first podcast of hope. 
Uh, you're on show 52. Isn't that funny? One, 26, 52. Uh, 52 There's was even, uh, <laughs> like that. Yeah, it didn't work out that way after that. So uh, um, that was the one-year anniversary, show 52. Perfect. Uh, show 79, which was the second podcast of hope we did and we're planning on doing a third one so hopefully you'll you're invited by the way daryl to come back for that of course of course and then show 101 which is tonight so um so there's your the the shows right there um so um as i mentioned before i've been very appreciative of daryl he's been such a help um especially after Oh, getting, you know, after cash release ended in, um, you know, trying to get this, uh, you know, doing a show basically for, I did, of course, did for myself for, for quite a while. Um, I was really, um, Daryl was like the person I needed to, to, to go to for different reasons, but I've, you really, Daryl, and I've mentioned before, you were really the perfect show one. Cause I really needed somebody with experience that I could really kind of count on to help me uh, get through show one. So appreciate that. Oh, it was my pleasure. I always <laughs> love helping out new podcasters and getting more geocaching podcasts going too. That's right. I, absolutely. Um, and um, we got to meet. Which is really cool. We got to hang out a little bit. Um, yeah, this is the first time we've actually met in person. We've mm-hmm. met countless times on you know, the Google Hangouts and right. never in person. So it was a nice. And, and I think that's the same for uh, Chris. You mm-hmm. haven't met uh, Chris or Jay Chris of the Northwest. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jay was. That was the first time I've met mm-hmm. Jay. That, yeah, Chris of the Northwest and I have met a few times. Right. We went to uh, one other Geo Woodstock together, and mm-hmm. we've gone caching in uh, Toledo, which was his uh, uh, the town that he grew up in. And his parents have now since moved out, but at the time he right. was visiting his parents, and so we went caching. But that's it. So you know, he and I host a show <laughs> together, right? And we've For- met all of really three times in the entire history of the shows. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Um, and you had never met, um, I, I'm sorry, I, I've been distracted. John Paul is on and I want to, and I got to, I got to point this out. John Paul, if I could spell John Paul, um, <laughs> he is in Estonia and it is 4 a.m. in Estonia right now, 4 a.m. And he got up to, to be on the show. So I was very excited to. To, to see him he's laughing right now so all right um that was the first time you'd ever met jay is that right yep first time i had met jay first time i met you but uh i've um run into sunny sandy and Sh- well mm-hmm. sean the last time i saw him was still being carried around for the most part wow so I, yeah i met him but mm-hmm. you know and then uh uh chris is actually no chris and i have gone to two other geo Woodstock, so four times that we've actually run into each other in person that's cool um, and we'll get into a little bit of that too, as far as the time we spent and, and what that really means to me and what it means to you. Cause one of the things we're going to do tonight, um, I was contacted uh, a couple times by some really great people. I, I don't want to, um, you know, I, I, I kind of planned for this show to be my experience and Daryl's experience, and we wanted because we we don't want to give you a laundry list of all the things that happened at Gigastock because it's over. So you don't want to you don't need a laundry list of what all happened there because it's over. But 
I wanted it to be really the experiences that he and I had. And so I know that um, others who, you know, good friends of mine who said, hey, I'd love to be on, talk about things. I was like, uh, you know, I want to try to focus on a little bit of this um, interaction between between Daryl and I and, and our I wanted to give a little bit different experience. I wanted to give people what our experience was so that you could sort of get a different feel for it. Um, so anyway, after saying all well, that, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, well, I was going to say one of the big things is not the event itself. The event is just what gets you there. And it's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but it's all of the experiences around it, getting out with all of these people that you really don't have a chance to uh, meet otherwise experiencing caches that you don't get to see otherwise because it's right. a whole new area mm-hmm. and it's, it's really about all of those experiences around the mega events in this case giga so it was intense because there were people from all over the world oh yeah and for gary and i and so many other people there like all of the vloggers and fellow podcasters that were there you're just walking down the street and people are stopping you and talking with you who know you because of the uh, shows that you're doing and the presence you have through social media and through the uh, uh, shows. So it it really is great meeting all these people and getting to learn more about them where typically it's, you know, an email or two might be the best that we hope to see from them. Right. And, you know, there's something that um, is we're going to get into the first, uh, we're doing a little before Gigastock is our first topic. And one of the things that, leads into that too, Daryl, was it's interesting that with with things like Periscope, us podcasters who we're on once a week, I mean, pretty much it's rare that we'd ever be on twice unless we're on somebody else's show or something. But So we're on once a week um, and we've got you know an audience that understands about the podcast. But to do a Periscope, I think kind of gives us podcasters a little bit of a different angle i mean i i like doing pod, i like doing periscopes short sweet just kind of show a cache or whatever and um something different which is interesting because um we were um i'm not sure where we were at the time i know where you were you had just got back uh i think to the hotel after doing the donut trail and you had all these donuts laid out and it was in it was fun being on the Periscope asking you and Renee questions about the donuts. And um, that was a great, I, I love that Periscope. That's a good example. Of, I th- in my opinion, that's a good example of how to use Periscope. Well, th- that donut trail was so much fun and we really wanted to do a lot more on the trail, but the donut trail is a series of, I believe it's a dozen different donut shops. And then they also have a geo trail or geo tour. Mm, right. So it's two separate things. And really what you want to do is hit both of them at the same time. So you have 12 different uh, places to go for donuts. Right. And I think it's 14 geocaches mm-hmm. okay. that you have to go to. And you have a passport for each. Well, it was <laughs> really tough to get everything mapped out and working right. right. And I had several props problems with it which we talked about on uh, randomize we talked about right. a little on the bonus show i'm not going to continue to go into it's that okay. yeah but uh it, it really takes some planning we ended up using cash tour and mm-hmm. going through and planning the route based on when these stores opened the first one opens at 3 a.m 
Right. <laughs> they close in many cases when they run out of donuts. A which, lot of them close by noon. Which could be early, right, during this, because right. all, all the people are in town. And we, we did it on the Wednesday. And right. Tuesday you can't do it because not all the shops are open. Right. So we did it on Wednesday, which was already busy. <laughs> the first shop we went into at, I believe it was uh, 5 a.m., Right. Uh, we all met up there, uh, Rock Chalk, uh, Chris, Renee, and I, mm-hmm. uh, to start our journeys. And they already had a bunch of people coming in to do it. And as we're waiting for everyone else to show up, because our first night hotel, because we didn't stay right. in the uh, same hotel uh, for the first night, we grabbed mm-hmm. something close. Right. It was like 10 minutes from the first stop. The rest but, of the guys are coming, you know, right. half an hour, I think 45 minutes. Uh, actually rock chalk, I think was coming in from Indiana. Oh, wow. So it, it was quite the uh, trip, but it was a lot of fun because we're going from, uh, donut shop to cash, donut shop, cash, you know, sometimes <laughs> right. alternating, but we finally hit this point at which the next one was closed. Oh, so we you, went for the next cash, but you got okay, the next so, cash, right? Right. So, okay. Now. Do we continue on and try to loop back or <laughs> no, no. Cause if we do that, we're going to be way out of. Okay. So, yeah, so you just got to keep going. So, <laughs> so we had to go back, get that one, okay. come back and they did open a little bit early, but one of the uh, shops actually had for that week only a geocacher donut. Yeah. And um, we'll wrap up the donut tour talking about this one because you showed it on Periscope and um, I think Renee got tickled because I said that uh, it looks like it's a donut made like if somebody took all the fireworks that they were going to set off for the entire night and shot them all off at one time. Because <laughs> there's oh, there, those uh, little candy rocks, you know, they're like M M&M and M type, you know, covered chocolates packed on top of this thing. Uh huh. And they take the. Uh, um, marshmallow or then the marshmallow the, uh, peanut butter fluff mm. stuff <laughs> so they you know it's a cake donut with a peanut butter fluff uh icing right and then just turn it over into a bucket of uh, <laughs> fake rocks you know candy rocks. Right, candy rocks it was remarkably good uh, it, it was like okay we have to get it because it's the geocacher donut of course but it was actually pretty good that's cool now, you, you were sort of some of them i think were, were swinging a miss yeah yeah <laughs> but, I, but some of that is because we're not the right people for it yeah uh, we had a bacon maple one yeah uh, no yeah. thank you no, yeah you uh, were, you we're were getting the different times in here five and six hours i think we were close to the six hour mark but we also stopped at uh two virtuals that aren't too far out of the way right and a very very cool gadget cache that's on the way mm-hmm. so it took us a little bit longer and we had all of the missteps, but remarkably we did it in like six hours. Right. And now, cause you're in, like you said, you're, you're doing, you're, you're, this is something like you said, you have to kind of, you're trying to do several things at once. It's like you're juggling, you're spinning all these plates. Now you did the earth cash tour, earth cash tour. We'll talk about it in a minute, but did you also do, did you do the great parks geo tour or did you just label, did you just put that in the show notes? 
Well, we did uh, one cache from the Great Parks Geo okay. Tour and the beginner slash kids version. Okay. And this is what we started with on the uh, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And this is when we realized we're not going to really be able to do much. Yeah. Because you know, we did one of the uh, Earth Caching 101 Geo Tours because we were trying to do them both at the same time and knock out both Geo Tours on Thursday. Right. But we got to the. Uh, first of the kids caches at the great parks geo tour and sunny sandy were interviewing i think it was mezic on okay. the cache <laughs> you know, right they're, there. they're standing at the cache at the cache interviewing him and we're just laughing because it's like okay we know this isn't going to work now because we've already run into uh, people we know we chatted with them for maybe 10 15 minutes Right. Maybe even 20 minutes. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Moved on to the next one as they moved on to their next one. And we ended up talking with more people and <laughs> more people. So by the time we were done, I think we came close to half of the Earth Caches from the Earth Caching 101 trail. That's not bad. And we hadn't done more than the basic kids' uh, caches. Right. And that took us over an hour. Because we kept getting stopped and talking to people. And that was all in the same park. Yeah. The Great Parks one is 15 caches in 15 different parks. Right. And you need one or you need 10 of those caches uh, to, to complete it enough it. to get the coin. Right. right. You need five, the five in the uh, kids one to get the beginner's coin. Oh, and you okay. have to buy those, but yeah, you know, it's still cool. And the catches. If you want the actual souvenir, you have to finish all 20. Mm. So that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do the five there. And we figured the five of the beginner's trail, they're right there. It can't take much time, right? It's (laughs) it's five more uh, smiley faces. We have to do it. Right. Got to do it. Well, that's cool. Well, and I think this is going to be a theme um, because, you know, you, 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 you were able to kind of mix all that together and you had some people with you, you know, Chris came in for that, uh, you know, to do those. Um, Susan and I, we went, we did something a little different on third on Friday. That was your, that was your well, Thursday. You thir- were still driving in Thursday. I'm still driving. Yeah. See, th- right. thir- Thursday we did, we went through Illinois cause we wanted to get an Illinois cache and we did some earth caches in Illinois, which was great fun. We did the confluence of the Ohio and Mississippi rivers. And so that was really cool. That was on our bucket list of things we wanted to catch on the way, because again, it's the lowest point in Illinois. It gets the Illinois cache and we were able to kind of swing through there and head on to Louisville and so forth. But so that was kind of our Thursday. So Friday, we did something a little different. And this is something that I think, um, tell me if you talked to anybody who kind of did something similar. And that is we wanted to do something that was not actually geocaching related. Susan really wanted to go to the Cincinnati Zoo because we'd all we'd heard great things. We wanted to see Fiona, the baby hippo. And so we did something different. Um, and this is sort of, I think, something that happens a lot of times at megas you have to kind of pick and choose what you want to do we chose to go see fiona the baby hippo so um as you can imagine timing of these events is is very interesting because school had just gotten out the day before and so 
the place was packed. <laughs> we got there, and the zoo is a zoo. I mean, it is packed with people, which is fine. We, we, we worked our way around it. The zoo is pretty good size, so they can handle a lot of people. But um, And we had a great time. But um, us doing that, though, you have to make a decision. What are and see Susan can't eat the donuts, so we uh, as much as I'd love to go to the do the do the donut tour, it doesn't really work for her. So, like any of these kind of events, and I know you know Daryl, you can speak to this because if you've done several different megas, you pick and you have to kind of go. Uh, I hate I, if I had time, I'd do all of it. Yeah, we really you go to a lot of these, and it's like if I only had another two weeks, <laughs> right? Then we'd be all set. Okay. But you know, as far as the donuts go, I, I hate to admit it, we threw away like half of the donuts. Oh, because oh. we we just got so donuted out. It's oh. like okay, I don't want to see a donut again. And then you know, Friday <laughs> was National Donut Day, so I had to get a donut. I'm like, okay, this is okay. just disgusting. This must go in the trash now. <laughs> After having good donuts, yeah. You know, oh my garbage gosh. one from the national chains just didn't uh, work. No. No. no, no, not at all. So but, you know, we were talking about, you know, the Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. and now we're on Fridays. Right. Uh, but the thing that we skipped over was that Wednesday night mm-hmm. was the street party event. Oh, yeah. They yeah, had yeah, official events yeah. each of these uh, nights. So Wednesday night was a street mm-hmm. party. That's street when party. I ran into uh, C. Michelle for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I, just too many people to even really how, get into. How was but, this, What was your impression of the street party? Was it uh, Was it well done? Was it something that... Because it's a side event, and that's another whole, that's for a whole other show. It was a lot smaller than what I had anticipated. Okay. I figured we'd have a lot more people there, and it was nice because it was smaller. The thing that really freaked a lot of us out was uh, uh, the cell service. Mm. If you had Verizon, you were uh, pretty much golden. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sprint users uh, reported pretty good, but not great Mm -hmm. uh, connectivity. AT&T was pretty good unless you stood right in the shadow of one of the buildings and then you had some problems right. and then uh, I'm on T-Mobile cuz T-Mobile up here works a lot better than AT&T and Sprint and down there it doesn't pretty much work at all because right. <laughs> it's in the valley yeah oh my gosh so, and a lot of us were having problems with the and a lot of people are on MVNOs the uh, virtual uh, carriers using mm-hmm. T-Mobile as a carrier or using Sprint as a carrier. So we're all having problems. Right. Many people had no service. I had service in certain areas, so I could at least get the uh, caches to load, uh, mm. so know, right. maps to load, that kind of stuff. You know, the Cashly, I'm on the beta app right now, which had its own sets of issues. Mm. But if you don't have connectivity, it doesn't necessarily fail all that well if it thinks it has connectivity oh boy so <laughs> i was having problems just getting stuff to work but um, it, it, mm-hmm. it was a cool place they had the uh, food truck set up they had a restaurant that you could do um actually maybe it was two restaurants they had some stores that were open and they had a cardboard boat museum oh i heard about that well, and there's a cash yeah. there that's cool so that Is was it, that was the most interesting part made of cardboard and of course Everyone is going over there. So that's where we're all uh, standing yeah. around and talking. Yeah, right. And this is the whole theme of the entire Gigastock weekend is 
go anywhere, get caught, stand around and talk for hours. <laughs> right. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. We're gonna, we'll talk about that here in a second. So a couple notes from the, the chat room. Um, Scott, um, he was said there was 253 geocachers got, went to the Cincinnati Reds game. See, it's – and what I'm going to – my conclusion – I'll give you my conclusion already, which was – Gigastock was incredible, but Gigastock was a lot like that donut. It there was just so much. It was like shooting all the fireworks off at one time in one city, and so there's stuff going on everywhere. So, you know, Scott, I know, um, I think he even got to like take a uh, take the the ball out to the to the pitcher's mound. So, I mean, as a you know, so they were the Cincinnati Reds sort of got you know we were welcomed in a sense by by that. Uh, it was on the news and okay, well I'm getting sidetracked. So anyway, so um, Friday, let's talk a little bit about Friday and the, the people are saying the well, boat. Mu- let's not miss a uh, Thursday. Cool. We know beer event. Oh, yep. We don't, yep. T- t- yep. Um, that one, uh, I, I couldn't really do as much as I wanted to, cause mm-hmm. we had to do a bailout early for uh, the uh, geo gearheads recording right right we did live from the lobby yep. of the hotel with the uh, <laughs> orange plates in the background <laughs> which is crazy. which is going to be famous for like ever right uh, but that one was again a smaller event but mm-hmm. it's a smaller space too and mm-hmm. i've heard that the beer was great i didn't have a chance to right. do anything with it but it's a small little brewery that uh, really was a cool place to go and it is packed through the you know, walls out onto the um, patio. It's got too many cars trying to park. Yeah, see, it, it reminds me a little bit when we were in Fourteener up in Denver. Um, it they had a beer event, and it was again, it was packed. It was fun. It was the first time I'd met Sunny and Sandy, and uh, briefly because. I mean, probably your same experience was it's just a whirlwind, and like you said, in a in a case like that. It's hard to really maybe enjoy because it's a, such a such a packed in event. You think? Well, but it's again, you go, you sit down with uh, some mm-hmm. people that you've not had a chance to meet with at all, mm-hmm. and you just have a great time. I was walking around in my uh, uh, Captain Rodney shirt and got right. uh, accosted <laughs> by someone who was uh, looking for the Captain Rodney's people. All right, They're then thinking realized you were that it's me. <laughs> They got all excited awesome. and we talked some more, but that was also the first time I was handing out the uh, geo gearheads tags. Oh yes. So we started uh, uh, passing some of them out. We didn't have a whole lot with us at that time, but you know, we started passing some of them out and I really enjoyed really going cool. to these events. I love the tag, and, by the way. I just love oh, thank the you. Thing. It turned out, it turned out very well. I'm I very happy with those. Yeah, those are really uh, cool, by the way. And they're gone, right? This is it. They're all gone. Pretty much. We have some that we're uh, passing out to the patrons. You know, cool. like we want to make sure we take care of the patrons. Absolutely. So Absolutely. we've got a bunch of them that we're giving out, and we have a couple that we're uh, holding in reserve. Mm-hmm. You can't, well, good. Can't you can't let them all. You can't let all. Got to keep one at least. Right. But one of the things that I really love doing at these events, uh, and I blame TV Scan for it. Is run around the parking lot and get all of the cars. <laughs> oh my gosh, we could talk all night about this. By the way, because I'm still getting. We just talked about. It. I just got one right before we started the show. I got another one, so it's like. But it's here's amazing. the problem. Right, I got through one row, and then we got 
stopped talking about how to use TV scan. And then I had to go. <laughs> then you had to go because you, you spent all the, yeah. So there you go. Because we spent all the time you know, <laughs> telling you're training people on TV scan, TV scan who were having problems figuring it out. Right, right. Which is a great, it's a great app. It's really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I love doing that, but it's, you know, I, I got one it, and a half rows whatever, right. you know. And then yeah. off you go. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so... Um, so the yeah so the beer event apparently was was very well it was really good um people are talking about the uh, scott mentioned about the, there was really no lines for the beer and so it seemed like that one went, went off without a hitch um we'll talk about the roman festival here in a minute but let's talk about friday um i did something different again you have to kind of pick and choose um, and we'll talk about your Friday. My Friday, I decided to go hang out with the vloggers. I know. I know that's really weird. But, you know, they need some loving, too, once in a while. And so... Uh, yeah, but you, you, you fed them. <laughs> I do, do You're not, not supposed to feed the vloggers. Do not feed the vloggers. And I broke the cardinal rule. Never feed a vlogger because it, it's kind of like feeding the gremlins after midnight. You just don't do it. So they yeah. get even crazier. <laughs> they get even crazier. Well, they did. Uh, we had a great time. Um, got to, you know, I got to hang out a little bit with Chris with, with the vloggers, which is incredible in itself. I really had a great time with them. Uh, but Chris Williamson came there. So I got to hang out with the director of treasure, which I had spent many hours on the phone with. So it was kind of fun to, I had met him at MOGA, but we didn't really get to spend any time there. So I got to actually spend a little more time with him and we went, geocaching together um he and i and slinky mama went to find the oldest uh, geocache in ohio this is kind of interesting because we the vloggers had kind of we'd kind of split up into groups and they had all they're all kind of ahead of us um and so they did their thing um uh, this was after uh, we had a little talk from chris we had a little talk from wb tim who, who was there as well um, so I got to actually geocache with, with West Virginia Tim, which, you know, it's a bucket list for me is to go, you know, it wasn't a big, it wasn't a great cache, but I'm with WV Tim and, and, and wife. So, uh, you know, it was so much fun to do that. So anyway, so we did all that. We had a vlogger summit dinner. There you go. There's my mistake. I fed them. Um, and we went and did the iconic Cincinnati chili, which, I think that the majority of the folks kind of said, okay, I got to have some Cincinnati chili, but I don't think they were big fans of the Cincinnati chili. Cause it's no, and you guys went to skyline. <laughs> yeah, we did skyline. There, there's two, as I understand it, that are the big ones down there. There's skyline and there's a gold star, right? So Chris had done the uh, skyline when he got in and he was just kind of the same way of saying me. And then we went and did the, uh, uh, gold star after we did the donut trail much better and that we thought was better okay and i haven't done um skyline in eight months something oh. like that no okay. it wasn't that long back in october when we uh, mm -hmm. uh went through cincinnati we made sure to stop for skyline chili on the way back from uh, going caching <laughs> so that's the last time i've had it and it was once it wasn't bad but the uh experience we had at gold star was better than what I remember of Skyline. 
So there's the two, and mm. I think you guys went to the wrong one. Yeah, we, I think I think we did. But again, this is an interesting theme, and people are mentioning in the chat room. They said it's bad. People said Gold Star Rock. So yes, yes, yes. I understand. Um, it's a different kind of chili. It's more of a chili sauce. If people have never experienced something like that in Cincinnati, I had it on hot dogs, and it was fine. Lots of cheese, which I think maybe is kind of you know. Um, Scott got it without anything on it, and it was looked a little weird. Uh, but anyway, yeah, no, that's pretty disgusting. If, yeah, that's, uh, that's the way all to, you have. It's it, a, it's, a, it's more of a sauce. It's, it's a not sauce. It's a to topping be consumed on its own. Right? No, it's not. Yeah, versus some other chili like Texas chili and so forth. Yeah, but, and, but, and the big thing with the Cincinnati chili is that it's uh, cinnamon. Yeah, it's got a little. Yeah, it's got some cinnamon. So it's a very it. different flavor from most of the other chilies, yeah. and it's not what most people would consider chili. No, no. And some people say cloves, maybe chocolate. Yeah, meat. Uh, no, it, it's actually uh, cinnamon, cinnamon is the big thing in Cincinnati yeah. Uh, chili. Yeah. It, it is, like you said, it's very different. It's not, you don't sit down and eat a bowl of Cincinnati chili. You put it on top of something. Yeah, and the big thing is the spaghetti. You yeah. use it as essentially a spaghetti sauce. Uh, yeah. I wanted it on but top of hot I, dogs. I tried it on uh, <laughs> in a burrito. They had a, a chili oh. burrito. At uh, uh, Gold Star, okay, that was amazingly not disgusting. <laughs> was it like no? It was chi- actually chili and it. chili and beef, and then the the tortilla kind of thing. Is that? Um, I really don't know no? what it. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think they added extra beef or anything to it. It was. Uh, um, okay, I think there was lettuce in there. You know, there's like <laughs> multiple ways you could do it, but there, right. I think there was like lettuce. There's cheese, of course, because it's. All have to, all has to have cheese, yeah. and then the chili. I don't remember anything else really in there. Probably some sour cream or something, but it was really uh, a tasty concoction. Well, good, um, yeah. But now here's the interesting thing, though, Daryl, and this is again we're back to the theme. We ate, we, we we had dinner together, um, and afterward, the venue was cool because next to the skyline chili. There was an area um, off off the. It wasn't really it wasn't really a parking spot. I mean, we were sort of, but we were out of the out of the traffic, and that's where we took our photo. Uh, uh, Sunny, of course, does a great job. He got he got the photo set up and all that. But we spent more time, I think, um, just talking to each other. Um, and, and it was nice to get, get, it was nice to get away from the, from the restaurant for a little bit, because when you sit in a restaurant, you can't really talk to everybody. And I'm one that wants to go talk to everyone. So, um, we're all kind of together, uh, across the street. We're at a point where, you know, we're, we're up, we're, we're in an area where we can all sort of talk and, and enjoy a little bit of time together. Cause you don't have a lot of time necessarily where you can stop and sort of spend some time just yakking and and getting photos and um you know uh, because even though i was at the summit the summit kind of had its own experiences with they had an they had a schedule and so um they did the schedule and so i got to talk to you know, um, Jamie and I talked to the, um, the Yannick from France. 
again, in a, in a little pocket, and this is something that I think you and I both experienced, was you would get with a pocket of people, and then time's gone. And so it was kind of nice to to have this kind of area. Um, so anyway, so that was my – so what was your what was your Friday like? Well, my Friday was pretty much trying to finish up the uh, Earth Cache uh, mm-hmm. trail. Again, we ran into – Bunch of other bunches of other people. Now at the, at, try to recover a little bit at that and point. It, go did, shopping for the Roman festival. Okay, so let me ask you: um, Had Jay Jay came in town? Did he do the Earth Cash with you on Friday? No, he didn't no. come in until late on Friday night. Oh, okay, okay. So it was just you and Chris again. Right, right. We met up with uh, Jay at the uh, Roman festival. Okay, cool. But we got to go to uh, um, uh, Jungle Gyms. Before the Roman festival, because the Roman festival is bring your own beverage and bring some snacks to pass. Right. So, so of so, course, we're going to go to Jungle Gyms. Because so, anyone who doesn't know Jungle Gyms, jungle you gyms. have to go visit Jungle Gyms in Fairfield. Not the one in Eastgate. Eastgate's cool. Don't go That's to Eastgate. That's where we the snacks. Go to the other one. We went to the other one. If uh, we spent time Tuesday when we got into town at Jungle Gyms, because we right. ended up like right there. Right. And we spent time there with uh, Chris on Wednesday as well. And it is just insane. <laughs> this is someone who's had some success at business, wanted to have some fun. It, it, it's a weird place to say the least, because there's a, a boat in there. That's part of the uh, um, seafood. That's their right. office. I think for the uh, seafood uh, department, Okay. They've got uh, a fire truck that's a uh, roof for the hot sauces. They've got a kombucha bar. They've got, you know, and it's amazing stuff. Like you can find the uh, um, Vegemite and Marmite there, which <laughs> oh, isn't the easiest to do to get. And no. there's uh, all the Captain, I shouldn't say all, there's a lot of the Captain Rodney stuff available cool, there too. right? Which, you know, typically is not the easiest thing to right. find. Red uh, hot, have, uh, red hot, and soda? this is why we went there. <laughs> they they had um, chirps, which are chips made of crickets. Oh, I th- yes, they I have, heard about this. Yeah, they have a wall of soda, and we didn't want to do the uh, alcohol for the uh, Roman festival. We just, you know, for one, we were dehydrated. Mm-hmm. We didn't need alcohol. Didn't we needed some. <laughs> but we else. wanted to get some cool sodas. So we ended up getting a six-pack of various uh, different sodas, including a Red Hot Cinnamon, a Snozberry. <laughs> uh, we got a Cheer Wine, which we've never tried. Right. Um, but someone in the chat asked why the Fairfield over Eastgate. Eastgate was new construction, and it's still building out to be cool. The one in Fairfield is the original. We'll call it original. It's not their original store, but it's the one where he got out of control originally. <laughs> got out of uh, control. They have a monorail that goes uh, from the station to an events uh, center <laughs> Gosh. that doesn't normally run, but it's a monorail. Right. <laughs> it, it's a monorail in a grocery store. And this is one of those places that they started off with you know, a small place and then they expanded a little bit and expanded a little bit more and expanded a little bit more. And it's just this <laughs> insane maze. In yeah, this case, yeah. it's just, you know, a big right. store. 
Electric Water Boy said he couldn't even buy a beer because he couldn't make a choice because there's <laughs> the choices are like well, and here's one of the saying cool because there's so much stuff there that Fairfield location was going to be used for the registration. Right, they I remember going to they talking about that. The liquor department. <laughs> That's where we were going to have it, and the liquor department is huge. It's mm-hmm. like the size of most of your normal grocery stores. Right. And it also has outhouses as bathrooms in there. Of course, when you open the door, it goes into a regular big bathroom. Right. But it they, they use the outhouse as the entrance. Oh, my. But they have animated characters, kind of like what you'd see at uh, like a um, Chuck E. Cheese or something like that, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's someone who had... <laughs> A lot of fun. <laughs> well, D in the chat room says she bought 24 root beers. I'm assuming she bought 24 different kinds of root beer. Yeah, and, and she probably <laughs> only had maybe a tenth of what they actually had available. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, so we right. ended up with some birch beers and root beers, too, of <laughs> right. course. So, but, yeah, that that's the whole thing is we had to go there because they have the weirdest coolest selection of any place i could imagine mm-hmm. so that's where we had to go <laughs> that's awesome. and we just you know, we got weird snacks we got weird beverages and we went off to the roman festival the roman festival yes so that was friday night now um i know people left so this is sort of the merging of the of a couple of the stories here is that i know people left um the vlogger dinner uh, joshua for one and drove to the Roman festival. Now here's something interesting is Joshua called me um, and we just sat and talked on the phone and I talked to him for 40, wow, I was 30 minutes or more probably. And I'm thinking how far away is this thing from, you know, from where he was at. So he's trying to get to the Roman festival, which I guess was East, I guess of Cincinnati. And anyway, um, what were what was your thoughts on, because you had to go. Because I guess it's a little bit of a haul to get out to. It, it was a lot more of a trip, and this is the same venue where you could camp. Oh, it's okay. at the fairgrounds. Okay, uh, where they had the camping, and it was confusing to get in. Okay, there was okay. no clear signage as to how to get in, and the uh, indication from GPS, if you followed, was to go to this back gate that was locked. Oh, oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah. So it, you have this constant trail uh, as we're coming in of people going to that gate, turning around, Turn around going back, back. And right. <laughs> so it, again, it was a parking lot full of trackables. A lot of people just milling around, chatting, ran into tons of people that I knew. Uh, many people I didn't know. Hmm. And it's literally hopping from person to person, mm-hmm. you know, getting interrupted constantly. And sure. it was, it was great. It was a, a fun way to get down to know people, but the bonfire didn't get going as soon as you'd expect. Mm-hmm. And it was just so busy that we never even pulled the snacks out of the car. Cause wow. it, it was like, we just don't want to all this stuff around and we're all talking. <laughs> yeah. And most we want, you know, something to drink. Right. We don't want to deal with, you know, the uh, snacks and stuff. And, you know, we weren't really that hungry either. Right. Well, again, this it, it, it's interesting because you, you know, like you said, it, it 
the side events, and this is something I guess would be uh, as we kind of start to get to actual GigaStock, which is if you can, you need to plan for, because this is completely different, and I want to get your experiences on a couple other ones, but so... Um, the other megas I've been to and I've I've had I've enjoyed thoroughly, um, Texas Challenge. They have events prior that you need to plan that you should try to plan to do. Um, so it's a little different when you go to Texas Challenge though. People leave the event uh, because it you go to a you go to the you're out doing the challenge then you come back to the event after it's over. Um, but they have, um, when we did 14er, uh, Geo Woodstock, again, fortunately we got there early, which this time we didn't have that opportunity because of, um, changing jobs and different situations. Cause I'd love to have gotten there on even a Tuesday or something to do other things because there's so much to do. You were able to do more, I think, than we'll say like Jay, Jay came in. Friday night, he basically, um, you know, turned around, did did GigaStock, and then moved on. Um, so, I guess if you can try to plan ahead or try as much as you can. Now, for Cash Bend or for West that, Bend, West Bend Cash Bash. Sorry, I mixed the two together. Is that one that you try to do? Like just the day before, or is that one? What is that? What's the? What's the? Does it have a Geo Woodstock type? I was going to say the or? the mega events are all very very different. They are. You get into something like the Geo Woodstocks. Um, they're a series of events. Um, right. The West Bend Cash Bash, the Midwest Geo Bash. They're really about that one big event and mm. you're going there for all of the uh, caches of time socializing that kind of stuff they don't have that series of events leading up to it right then there's also like the going caching, caching. Mm-hmm. going caching is amazing yeah the first time you go you must without question be there for that opening night uh, registration party right because right. that's where you're going to learn what's going on the next day when they actually start the events and that's the kickoff and it's a whole story mm-hmm. that lasts the entire uh you know th- thursday i think is when it starts thursday through so sunday from or, thursday mm-hmm. through sunday mm-hmm. really cl- thursday through saturday but that's when you, yeah. you have to do it because that's all a big story mm-hmm. The coins are tied in too, right? The coins are yeah. The coins are decoders or something like Mm -hmm. that. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, they're this year. I'm not sure what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Last year was the uh, spy event, which is the only one that I've been to. Yeah, it really is. You have to sit down with someone that uh, first night, preferably more than one person. Figure out what the cards are all about because the trading cards are part of the game. Right. You have to go and collect these trading cards. You have to find the right ones and it all culminates in the escape rooms on saturday right so you've got like asp is is a is strictly a camping or well it isn't strictly but mostly that event is at a park 
Um, so, you, like you said, you, you kind of have to, you know, look at some of these things and sort of make your plans. G- uh, Woodstock, um, people handle, and we're about to, we want to talk about that now, is that people will handle a, a Woodstock differently. Um, I know people I didn't get to see, and I, I guarantee you that they they popped in, they got whatever they wanted to get, and they were gone. They're out geocaching. They're not going to stick around for, for, for Woodstock. And what's interesting was I, I actually got a few minutes away from the booth, which for me was rare at Gigastock. But I got a few minutes away from the booth, ran into Craig Michelle, got me a beer, and he was he was talking about how this one is completely different than um than the ones he's experienced which is the whole when you go to when you go to Woodstock you do you, you, you do Woodstock I mean you, you're there I mean not everybody most people stay there I guess for the whole day is the way I'm thinking about it don't you think yeah. Yeah, you get a combination of people. A lot of these, uh, uh, you know, especially when it's a new icon like the Giga, people are going to show up and they're going to go. If they have a schedule that they really want to hit something, they'll mm-hmm. do it. You know, typically the lab caches will keep people there for several hours. But the uh, Geo Woodstocks, most of them that I've been to, it's really people will come. They'll check in, see a couple of things, then they go caching for a while, and they'll come back for the group photo. Right, right. People typically don't really stay there all day. You go to something like the uh, West Bend Cash Bash, mm-hmm. they kick it off with an event, you know, with a introduction, right? And they send you out on your way. It's yeah. all about going caching for the two days. That's really the event. And then do people West come back Bend, that night kind of thing? Yeah, West Bend, you come back at mm-hmm. 5 o'clock, you turn in your, well, yeah. usually you come back before that, but you turn in your sheets, right. and it's a competition. Right, and they give, so do their They have the drawings, that. they have mm-hmm. the closing ceremony kind of stuff then. Right. Uh, Midwest Geobash, it's really about people just hanging out, going caching together, mm-hmm. camping, you know, doing the Area 51 at night. So it, it every one of these has a very different, different. flair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, we're going to talk a little bit more as we kind of start to wrap up tonight. We'll talk a little bit more about um, Gigastock and some of our final thoughts on on it. But I do want to mention um, I got some information today about AMS Travel Sales. Uh, sent me some information and I I did uh, retweet some of the information uh, and uh, I think Daryl liked to got a kick out of the uh, the note that he he gave to us which is um, a romantic give getaway for geocachers and he's got a uh, uh, he's got a great offer right now for romantic Caribbean geocaching getaway. Um, Sandals Grande St. Lucian Resort in St. Lucia. Fantastic couples only, all-inclusive resort, which happens to be next door to a national park, uh, Pigeon Island. And he said he went to visit St. Lucia uh, a few weeks, a few years ago, I'm sorry. And he found several caches there. So uh, one thing that AMS Travel Sales really does well is uh, they find you great places to go. And if you're a geocacher, 
one thing that he will do is he will get you a GPX file of all the caches, in this case on the island, and he will send you travel documents in a custom painted ammo can as well. So, um, so thanks AMS Travel Sales for providing uh, great trips for geocachers and providing them with um, being a geocacher himself. Uh, he gives them a lot of cool things like a GPX file. So thank you again, AMS Travel Sales. So, um, so you and I had a booth along with, uh, and I think this worked out really well. Um, well, and I'll get your I'll get your thoughts on this, but uh, Land Monkey, um, Chris of the Northwest, Sunny Sandy and Sunny Sandy and Sean, and you and I. Um, we're all there and we got together, gosh, when we start talking about this, Daryl was a couple, a couple months ago, at least. Yeah, it right? was a good two, three, two and a half months, maybe uh, that we mm-hmm. started, uh, uh, planning for it and getting stuff uh, printed up to put into the, uh, registration kits. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we had planned before the schedule was even released to have two different drawings at 11 and three o'clock. Right. And that was going to be the big thing, but we ended up getting stuck at the booth pretty much all day long. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is Daryl and I had talked about this a couple months, uh, a couple months ago that yes, we want to have a, a booth and we'll have a booth together. So all the podcasters that were going to go, we decided we'd have this, we would do this booth together. And Daryl and I swore, we're not going to stick around the booth. We're going to just be there for a little bit and we're going, we're going to leave it and we're going to do other stuff. And sure enough, you and I stuck around the booth pretty much the whole day. (laughs) Pretty much. Now the advantage though was in the morning Mm -hmm. when the uh, gates essentially first opened, everyone was milling about. So I got to run through the entire geo woodstock area i mm. didn't get into the actual park yet really just you know the entire geo woodstock area yeah in all of maybe about 20 minutes okay you know, ran through all the uh, vendors got yep. to see them saw the uh, uh well they were still setting them up but the uh, little photo booths the yep. uh, lego exhibits uh the trackables was still getting going mm-hmm. as well it just opened but again you know, i got to run through and see all of that stuff and come back and no one noticed me <laughs> they no, did However, not, did not notice that you had left. <laughs> if I had to go to, well, it, no one stopped me or anything. Oh, it, I had to oh no, so you were out. Okay. Right. Toward the uh, uh, afternoon, it took me longer to get to the restroom <laughs> right. than it took me to see the whole thing because I kept stopping. I had like five different people that yep. stopped and chatted with me. And then on the way back, it was like another four. And I think it actually took me even longer to get back. So I was gone for like over an hour just to go to the restroom right so it actually worked so. out good that's a good tip i guess is i should have left the booth left the booth early in the morning and like when we first got there get it set up and we should have taken i should have taken off at that point because like you said it worked out but i mean and this is the kind of thing that it's a good thing and it's kind of a it's good and it's bad at the same time i guess i don't know i, I kind of look at it as a good thing but we have a booth you know, we're all there and everybody who wants to find the podcasters, I think for the most part this time was able to find the podcasters. And so, I mean, I actually had a few people who uh, couldn't find it uh, or told me afterward, we couldn't find you because all we saw on the schedule or on the map was a podcaster. Oh, 
yeah. because they had us listed on the map as podcasters. Podcaster. So podcasters. So, yeah. so they, they didn't make the connection that we were yeah. all together. We're all together. Yeah. Um, but it was neat to, uh, and we were kind of in an interesting area. We were kind of near the other vendors, but yet we were kind of not near the other vendors. Um, but which is fine. They had their, they had a lot of booths set up. I mean, it was huge. The event, um, and I, 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 there's different estimates. Um, I, I, I guess I can call it the official estimate um, was twelve thousand attendees. So, and you said you thought that that number might be somewhat accurate. Yeah, we really don't know. They kind of explained how they came to that uh, decision. And I I don't think that they're necessarily wrong, Mm -hmm. but I think that might be a little high. We'll have to, we'll have to see where it ends up. Yeah. It was a lot of people. Yeah. And you could tell that just from the parking lot, which seemed to go on and on and on forever. (laughs) I thought parking went great, by the way. I was really worried that parking was going to be a problem. I mean, we just... Now we had vendor. I had a I had a vendor flag. So, uh, and all the vendors, you know, we pulled in a whole different area, and boom, we were in. So, um, I felt like that went real well. Um, I thought our giveaways went real well. We had a lot of stuff we gave away. Um, you know, Sunny runs runs that well, um, and um, instead of giving away, which really worked out best, I think, is that we gave away everything separate and so we gave away a lot of a lot of uh items um cash advance gave some some items so we we were we pulled numbers at 11 and 3 for for a while i mean you know as far as uh the number of people who got to win something which was i think was kind of cool so um, yeah, well, we had the two different drawings at 11 and 3, yep. and we didn't get a chance to figure out how many people were there because it was so amazing. It was a huge yeah. uh, turnout, but our best guess was somewhere around 200 people at each of the drawings. Which is awesome. Yeah. Which Yeah, which was awesome. Um, going back to the numbers, though, if yeah. you take a look at the Will Attends, mm-hmm. uh, there's only 4,303 or not the will attends, the attended logs, sorry. The attended logs. There's only 4,303 attended logs, but that mm. represents teams. So that's how that yeah. kind of stuff happens. More interesting, though, I find the uh, uh, logged visits is mm. at 10,593, which means <laughs> that's all of the logs are write notes, which there's over yeah. a 1,000 of them. Right. You have the will attends, which was over 5,000. So, you know, there's uh, plenty of uh, action on that uh, uh, mm-hmm. cash page. Yep. But, you know, we have to really kind of uh, uh, guess at how many people are in each of the cars because they know how many cars were there. Yeah. You have to guess at how many uh, teams have multiple people in, in like uh, geocaching.com mm-hmm. figures roughly, I want to say about uh, uh, one and two thirds uh, people per will attend log. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. So there, there are for attended log, I should say, right. Cause there are most of the, uh, uh, cashers do have at least a couple. Some of them have a family that uh, does it, but you know, that's roughly what you're looking at. 
Yeah, uh, Slinky Mom and I, we have one account. So there's two of us. Do you and Renee have the same? Do you, Renee do you and separate, I have separate accounts. Separate accounts, okay. Yeah. Interesting, okay. Um, all right, so wonderful seeing everybody. And then as we start to wrap up tonight, um, after Gigastock, um, there was a couple of different things. One is something that um, we I, I did at 14 or I wasn't able to go to 15, but I wanted to do it this time, which was to have a small podcaster dinner um, where all the podcasters, because we were busy. I mean, I didn't have time to talk really to anybody during, I mean, we were next to the vloggers. I didn't even really get to see them at all because you're so busy talking to people who, your patrons, I had a lot of patrons came for, you know, for the, for Gigastock. People who watch the sh- or watch or listen to the show, you want to give them some time. I mean, you're doing the same thing. So like you and I didn't really get to talk much during that period of time because you're busy talking, you know, to the you know gearhead folks. I'm trying to talk to these folks. So afterward, we had a quick dinner together, and I think it went pretty well. We went to actually in somewhere in downtown Cincinnati, had some pizza together. Um, may not have been the greatest venue, but as I told everybody, it was the place I could get reserved for 14 people. <laughs> so um, that's kind of why I kind of picked it. And I think it worked out. You got some sort of crazy pizza, though. It was a little too hot for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing we did kind of rotate uh, some of the slices. Around. We did, we did. Uh, but we, I got the uh, Diablo. Yeah, it was good, but Diablo, Diablo, I, I, whatever. I couldn't eat a whole pizza like that. So that you're right. Good, good thing you and I and Chris decided beforehand that we would sort of, uh, sort of share. And uh, but it was fun. It, we, we didn't again. You're only there for a very short period of time. Um, you'd love to spend, we could have spent hours there together, but again, your time is limited. I, I, but I know Joshua made a, made a mention later on that he was very appreciative of the fact that, you know, I had scheduled something like that because it gave us a time, you know, it was interesting because Susan commented that she got time to talk to Renee. She got time to talk to, um, Jay's, um, Jay's wife, um, uh, she gets to talk to Sandy a little bit, you know, it's a time that I think some people don't, you know, uh, um, like you said, you don't get to see, you know, in me, in, in, I didn't either, but like you didn't, you got to spend time talking to people that you normally don't, you know, get to talk to much. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is we ta- all talk to each other and various levels uh throughout mm-hmm. the uh, year mostly through email or whatnot right and we don't get a chance to even sit down face to face on uh, the shows mm-hmm. so this was a chance for all of us to sit down and we're not on mic right. there's no periscope there was <laughs> no. nothing happening we, did we not. just got to unwind and enjoy each other's uh, company and really get to know each other on a uh, personal level that we typically don't get to do yeah, we kind of let our guard down a little bit. We don't have to be on, in a sense. Uh, we had taken a photo early, which is a great idea. We didn't even take any photos at the dinner. Uh, we just kind of was able to sort of put aside all the all of that and just kind of spend time together. And I, I really uh, appreciated that uh, we, we were able to do that. So, um, all right. So, quick wrap up. Um, I'll let you kind of. Uh, I'll let you start. 
And if you want to mention, I'll let you choose whether you want to talk about Midnight Madness or caches you found on the way home, or if you want to do both, go ahead. Well, I think we need to mention Midnight Madness because that's okay. something that used to be part of almost every Geo Woodstock and then fell by yeah. the wayside when event stacking got thrown out. Right. So it wasn't an official event, and a lot of people did have uh, some confusion over that mm-hmm. and got to the event and were like, this is an event, I'm going home. But it's all about trading your signature items, your path mm-hmm. tags, your coins, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, and it is intense. <laughs> it's kind of like a mini Geo Coin Fest. Oh, so cool. for the people who are into that stuff, it's awesome. For the rest of us, you know, I, I like the uh, trackables. I like the uh, path tags just fine, but that's a little too intense for me. So for those of us, it's like go out and find a cache on the uh, grounds while the uh, significant other is doing their yeah. thing, trading. <laughs> so Renee's more into it than you are? Uh, it was her first time. Oh, okay. Doing like this. We've done it like uh, Geo Woodstock, but that's nowhere near as intense. Yeah, like with uh, Midwest G- Geobash. Sorry, not right. Geo Woodstock. Midwest Geobash. Yeah, so Jen mentioned in the comments, she goes, Midnight Madness was the first for us, and it was just that madness. We loved it. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> Some it, people it, love it. It's a, something that everyone should experience once if they're going to do it. If you enjoy it, by all means, make sure to do it again and bring lots of path tags and coins to trade. So right. many people I talked with ran out within the first, like, 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh, yes. And I we, we can't – I can't – Here, I haven't gone through them all yet. I've got this this – this thing packed full of coins i've got uh, path tags i've got i've got buttons i haven't gone through them i'm dropping them all over the place i mean it's incredible and that was just at the that was just there i didn't even go to midnight madness i can't imagine what it would be like uh, but that's a whole other world that oh absolutely i mean it's incredible um so um and you found some caches on the way home Yep. Yeah. And we just, after all of that, we didn't get up in time. We were going to meet Chris in the uh, lobby and do breakfast before we took off. And he was going to do the CETO uh, event mm-hmm. uh, before he had headed back to uh, the airport. Uh, and we just, we overslept, went to the uh, breakfast and then took off. took off. Straight shot up 75, right? Three right. rest areas or four rest areas that we had planned to hit. First one we went to, got the first cache, mm-hmm. had some problems with it, right. moved on, and got stuck talking with people for like 20 minutes. Okay, we're going to go get the other cache. Got stuck talking with people there, went back, you know. So we were there for over an hour talking with the uh, various cachers. And it's a four-hour drive. We spent at least three hours right? additional talking with people at the rest areas. It was like every rest area we hit. And, you know, of course we scoped it out and made sure to uh, uh, hit the ones that have uh, geocaches in it. Right. But it was, you know, everyone we're talking with more cachers and having a blast. You know, there's uh, more trackables in the parking lot. So you, of course you have to discover the car that you spot on your way back from the cache that also has a trackable and then they come out of the woods. You could go crazy. Just, I mean, and some people did. They went crazy doing, like, they spent hours probably going through the parking oh, lot. <laughs> I, I've got more than five or six logs of people who spent their entire 
Gia Woodstock going through the parking lot, getting the trackables off everyone's cars. Yeah. It's... But this is on the rest areas. You know, you're driving home. <laughs> you don't really expect to see that, you know? And these are, you know, I don't think more than one of the uh, uh, rest stops I knew anyone and they didn't know me. So we're just talking just as regular cashers. Random geocachers. They didn't know you do a show and all that kind of stuff. Right, so. right. So, you know, I, I didn't have any path or any of the uh, trackable tags to give out. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, okay, nothing. But I did do some periscopes. We Some of the caches at the I rest saw... areas were really cool. Yeah, I watched And the we one. were doing a lot with the ducktail stuff. Yes. Yeah. So that was... That was fun. Which we're going to do. We're about to do the giveaway too. So yeah, I liked your rest, your rest stop for cats. <laughs> That's insane. That was, that was a fun one. And that one, I actually left an unactivated one. You know, one of the uh, ducktails, yeah. uh, no, and trackables. You, and you forgot to. I made, yeah, I made the mistake <laughs> of putting it in and not noting oh, what the code is. So you have and no as idea. of, as of Friday, no one had, uh, mm. logged that they picked it up on the, uh, uh, cash page. Oh my. So, I assume someone had grabbed it. Yeah, they probably grabbed it. But they don't know. And some people don't know that they're, I mean, some people don't know. But it has the sticker on the outside that says, uh, you know, here's the activation code. Yeah. Yeah, the activation code on the outside. Yeah. On the back of it says, which duck are you? Keep the adventure going for a chance to win. Track at geocaching.com forward slash track and has the number. So, um, So yeah. But the uh, one thing I will tell everyone mm-hmm. is regardless of anything else, yep. kind of keep 2020 open. We don't know what's happening yet. Yes. Geocaching.com doesn't know what's happening yet, but that's going to be the 20th anniversary of geocaching. Yep. The 10th anniversary, they had done the lost and found event with what's a, f- really it's the first block party. It wasn't officially a block party. Had its own icon. It had its own icon, and it was the only time you could get that icon. That's crazy. They don't know yet what they're doing. And it's not a matter of they don't want to tell us. They don't know what they're doing. It's still two years away. Right. But didn't you say that you felt like they're going to do something? Yeah. The impression I got from uh, uh, talking with a couple of lackeys is they, they are talking about doing something. They really want to do something kind of like the next, the block parties were. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's going to be something like the uh, Lost and Found event. They just don't know, but they want to do something. Mm-hmm. So everyone block out 2020. Maybe it's going to be around May. That would be my guess since that's when you know, the uh, uh, yeah. weekend is. Now, they'll have a Woodstock that year. I wonder if they're going to try to move Woodstock to July, which I, I would wish they... That's what they had done in uh, um, 14 or... 2010. Oh, 2010. Was in, yeah, because mm-hmm. Seattle's a little bit chilly in May. <laughs> in May. Or yeah. it could be a little more of a guess at that point, right? So Yeah, so we don't know if... Geo Woodstock is going to make it back out there. We don't know if it's going to be a totally separate event. Yep. We don't know anything and we don't even know when, but I'm going to assume it's going to be either in May around the uh, mm-hmm. uh, holiday weekend again, because that's kind of close to selective availability and the birth of geocaching. Or maybe it's in July when it gets a little warmer. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. But yeah. Keep an eye out. Plan on something big happening that year. And that's 
that's going to make the uh, gig events that we're familiar with look tiny. Yeah. Because yeah. you're going to have everyone making it out there for the triad. It's going to be a big event. Yeah. It's going to be another one of those like mecha situations. Yeah, that's a good. And again, that's a good time if you if you're wanting to go up there and you want to do all that and include something else that may be 2020 might be a good time to go to Seattle. Just a thought. But yeah, so keep that in the back of your minds. You know, start putting away money in the uh, passbook account or whatever, you know, make sure that you can make it to Seattle in 2020. Yeah, there you go. All right, we're going to give away um, one of these unactivated DuckTales trackables now. So get yourself ready in the chat room. And we're going to give away another one. I'm going to tell you how to get the audio version of the DuckTales trackable or the or a chance to win. So if everybody is ready, get your fingers ready to go in the chat room. Everybody's set. Everybody's ready to go, hopefully, because here we go. The Tonight's giveaway is this question. We know Louie is in the lead, but who is bringing up the rear between Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby? Who is in last place right now? And everybody's thinking about it. And Insert the music now. Oh, we got a winner. Walter, that was fast. the geocaching ham. And then here come the Webbies. So he put Huey. Sorry, Cash Attic Mail. It's not Huey. Gabby. Good electric water boy, Gabby. That's correct. It's no. Um, <clears throat> I know there's a delay, and so it's hard for some people to to get in there. But um, anyway, so Walter, uh, I will get you your information. I think I have it around, but I will definitely get your information, and I'll send you one of these unactivated trackables. And for those audio listeners, and if you're listening tonight and you didn't get to win, you can also. Uh, send us an entry to win one um, as well. So before Sunday, uh, before Saturday, midnight on the 9th, we're going to give away one more of these. The way you would enter is you're going to send me an answer to this question, and you're going to send that answer to geocachetalk at gmail.com. The question is, and I mentioned it early up early on the show, how many times including tonight, has Daryl W. 4 been on Geocache Talk? Send your answer to geocachetalk at gmail.com, and you'll be entered to win, and we'll announce the winner next week. Daryl, thank you again so much for being on tonight. Um, you want an instant uh, correction, though? Oh, yes. We, we uh, put the uh, numbers in at the beginning of the show that were actually accurate then but it has changed has it changed is somebody else in the lead now? is now in second place she jumped oh my from gosh. last place to second place oh and see She's i want to make one who's moved only one I'm not moved. Kidding, she's the only one that's moved since the uh, start of the show so she went from 65 miles up to 1328 no way so she's now in second place Oh my gosh! So I, so I messed that up. So Webby was originally. Well, no, no, Webby was the right answer when we started the show, and that's what we started with. That's yes, what that's... is it. But I think that's hysterical. So the people who said Huey are technically not wrong, <laughs> but they have because they got the updated information. Well, I, I'm just I did a I just updated just a second ago, and apparently, oh, there you're right. There is 1328. Yep. Well, I, I think it's funny, though, that Webby is the only one that moves. So here's my guess. It's one person 
who went like across country with it. Yeah. And we were noticing that uh, when we activated and dropped our uh, ducktails mm-hmm. initially, we were the only ones that had done so. So the mileage that we were dropping was the only thing moving the chart. All right, so I'm gonna send an I'm gonna send an extra one to the person that answered the fir- the first person who answered Huey, which turned out to be Mel Stowe. So Mel, I'm gonna send you because you're you actually were correct and you were the first one to say Huey. Garrick was just right behind her, but um, so I'm gonna send one to Walter, one to Mel, and uh, once again I do I do crazy things on numbers. Uh, we tried to do one one time, Daryl, with um, number of something, and of course not thinking about it that people are listening to the show later and the number kept changing. So I was like, Dang, uh-huh, yeah. I screwed that whole yeah, thing so up. So never use the, numbers. The catch, <laughs> the catch is whenever you ask a question like that, yes, if this, all your listeners remember it's whatever was mentioned at the start of the show. Yes. That's the way we should have done it, but that's okay. Yeah, I'll give, it's, I'll give it's it a not couple the current numbers. It's <laughs> what are the official show numbers? Right. There you go. There you go. Well, your number can't change. I don't think between now and Saturday of, of the number of appearances. So that number I'm okay with. So oh, but there, there's the bonus show that we're going to do after the this, bonus right? show. Right. That'll add for another. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> uh, all right. We're wrapped up tonight. Um, so next week, um, uh, just to be back. We're going to do favorite finds part two. We did a part one of our favorite finds uh, in two weeks. We're going to do something interesting. We're going to talk about travel bug hotels, and beyond so it could be about travel bug hospitals Uh, we're going to kind of get into all these other potential travel bug hotel variations we're going to talk about that in two weeks in three weeks um joshua the geocaching vlogger will be back on the show he'll be back from germany so we're going to get an update from him on how all that went so we hope you enjoy the show tonight Email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocachetalk. Uh, mine's at Gary Slinkard. Um, Instagram, geocachetalk and Memphis Mafia. Daryl is on, uh, is it, which ones do you want to give out for? Well, let's do uh, Instagram because that's where most of the stuff that I've been doing lately has been in Twitter. So it's Daryl W4 on both. Okay, great. Um, so catch Daryl on those and subscribe and please subscribe to the show. Um, you'll see the little link down below. And, um, so you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. Tell your friends about the show, get them into the chat room. The chat room was of course banging again tonight. It was rolling as usual. And, uh, I was missing Jesse. He's usually really good about, uh, being in there uh i know susan was in there to help out a little bit and i think everybody was pretty civil for a chat room tonight so uh <laughs> so uh, except maybe uh garrick peters he's garrick, he's the yeah he's, he, he's causing problems he's a he's a crazy man love garrick uh and love all the people that run it it was good good night so all right well until next week don't just talk about geocaching you need to go out, go to a, a mega or a giga or just any kind of event and enjoy it. And then after that, you can go geocaching. Good night, everybody.